Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, part two of Homo Sapiens with Nicola Adams, boxer, superstar, Olympic star, and Ella Beg, her other half, body positivity, activist and model, and many other things. If you haven't heard part one, that's on the feed. Listen to that first. Simply press play on this here part two if you've heard one already. What about for you, Nicola? What was your journey in that regard? Um, well, mine was completely different, different to, to Ella. I mean, I've been pretty much gay my whole life. Um, I can't really think of a time when I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> literally from like two years old type thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Do you remember who your first crush was? Yeah, it was on my uh, primary school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> did, did they know? No. <laughs> That's why I'm not mentioning any names. <laughs> Miss Blah Blah. Miss Blah Blah. Can you help me with my homework? Um, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Because it's very... So my first crush was, and I'm not bisexual, but I was in love with Elizabeth Shue and Tom Cruise in the film Cocktail. That's what I knew. Because <laughs> everyone was like, all, you know... The boys were into Elizabeth Shue and the girls were into Tom Cruise. That's right. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I kind of love them both. What do I do there? And actually, I was really in love with them as an idea. Yeah. Um, but I knew, I, I, don't, I don't think there were, I didn't have the, the language, the interior language for bisexuality. That's for sure. Age, whatever it was. But that was my first crush. And then after that, I don't know, maybe Patrick Swayze and... Um, <laughs> dirty dancing but um when it comes to both of you and kind of being I suppose I wonder if you feel that you are a visibly queer couple and is it something you like to be or is it something you have plans to play down or something that you want to sort of take and do something with where are you at with it all yeah I think that is such a big thing I know Mm. especially among feminine lesbians that Mm. we don't look gay Mm. Um, so we get a lot more comments when people find out and people assume yeah. very quickly that we're straight. Um, whereas you don't have that problem as much yeah. because you're masculine. Um, mm. I mean, the older generation tend to assume everybody's straight. But um, <laughs> yeah, like, are you two sisters? We're like looking yeah. at each other, like really? <laughs> they don't say that, do they? We've had that. We've yeah. had friends. I and then 
we said we're together and he assumed we were both married separately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, sometimes you just give up. You're just like, yeah, we're friends. We're friends. It's fine. (laughs) For the purposes of this conversation, (laughs) we're friends. It's Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? I'd forgotten that... um, Where was I with my husband? And whoever we were with, I feel like it was an estate agent. I'm struggling to remember the detail, but it was very much like there must be other wives. There must be both of your wives elsewhere. And I'm trying to work out where they are and when they're coming. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, no, this is it. We're here. But I hadn't thought about that. And that's actually really interesting because um, I am sort of obsessed by the feminine presenting the masculine presenting in all lgbtq plus you know and it's like how different versions get different versions of attention do you do you um follow that uh queer black woman i i think she identifies as a woman alison graham she does him on instagram do you know her I feel like I recognise the name. She is my obsession because she just breaks down masculine presenting lesbians. I'm pretty certain that's what she is. And apologies if I'm getting that bit wrong. She says one of these things, which is like, just because I'm masculine presenting doesn't mean you're going to get other bits of masculinity out of me, like hiding my feelings. And um, I suppose navigating that as a couple, people coming with so many assumptions must be quite uh, tricky or, or is it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, people are very quick to assume gender roles in general. Right. Um, Interesting. I mean, everyone always goes to immediately talk to you. Yeah. Like they would the man of the relationship because she's more masculine. Whereas I tend to be the one that everyone should be talking to. (laughs) Because I arrange and I'm in charge of everything. (laughs) Nicola, would you like to respond to this dragging you're getting? <laughs> no, it, it's true. It's true. It is true. I can't, I can't even deny it. <laughs> and, and how do you how do you divide? And I don't mean in a gendered sense. I just mean I'm interested in it as a couple. Like, is there? Because like I, I'm like in my couple. William, if he was listening, would strangle me right now. My husband. But like, I'm a bit more like the big idea like we're going in this direction but William will be like okay well let's think about the detail how are we going to do that what's the machinations of that you know if you want to move where are we going to move to blah blah how does it break down with you two yeah I think <laughs> I, I do the details yeah interesting Ella has the I'm more the expansion <laughs> Nikki yeah. like sort of says what she wants <laughs> and We'll get all the technical details yeah. done, Love and I'm I'm more fill in the gaps yeah. type okay. thing. <laughs> so I'm getting a sense that you're you've got incredible Wi-Fi in your home, then. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, really? Are you in it, <laughs> Nicola? I love it. Uh, so, um, so you do all that kind of stuff. Who cooks? Oh, so yeah, Definitely. I. I haven't been cooking a lot because it actually was really affecting my nausea. Oh, um, yeah. Ooh, I bet, yeah. Yeah, the smell of cooking for some reason. I remember on mm. Christmas Day, I took the food out and I just had to go be sick straight away. It oh, really ruined my dinner. So <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. But if cooking needs to be done, Nikki <laughs> likes to do the prep. Um, okay. And then I would do the cooking. But... I enjoy, but if you, I enjoy it a bit more. 
if if you're feeling not well, would Nicola, would you then reach for Deliveroo or would you uh, still make something even though it's not your neck of the woods? If there's something easy that I can do, then I'll cook it. If not, it's, yeah, Deliveroo straight away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I moved to the countryside and... Um, I can actually hear Scotty, who we interviewed the other day, say, Chris, it's really boring. Stop talking about moving to the countryside. But I'm telling you anyway. Um, and you can't do Deliveroo. You can't do it. And it's really oh, interesting. Ooh. It forces you to cook. Yeah. It's like you eat quite a lot of things on repeat. But um, yeah, it's really interesting to have that not in your life. You do know you know what I mean? what's so funny? Where we actually have a house in Leeds, um yeah. up until last year yeah we didn't have Deliveroo and honestly when we went back to the house and I clicked <laughs> on Deliveroo and it said <laughs> it came up with things and I was like surely it's the wrong address <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was so excited what was the first thing you ordered I feel like probably pizza yeah it was pizza yeah, yeah. we always get pizza express pizza <gasps> yeah do you get the pizza express salad dressing on the side no. Okay. I actually, you can get it on Amazon. I know we're not meant to use Amazon, <laughs> okay. but you can get Pizza Express salad dressing from Amazon, and you could also get it in Pizza Express itself. The like creamy one, it is the best thing in the world to have with your Pizza Express pizza. It is okay. the most delicious that. thing in the world. If you, what are you? Either of you vegan? We just like and, we eat mainly vegan, but um, we're not like same. Yeah, mostly mostly um, dairy free. Um, mm. And we don't eat meat very regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I have been vegan in the past. Yeah. Uh, but I actually had eating disorders, so I had to completely scrap all that because it was just making everything ten times worse. Mm. Um, the analysis of food. I yeah. yeah. And oh, I can't mm. eat that. I have to eat this and then it makes everything longer and do you also sort of then almost not know when you're hiding your own disorder from yourself because you're like oh, I can't eat that because of dot 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 but actually really you'll yeah yeah I can I think there was imagine. a lot of that mm. a lot of that and Cazella I know that you've done work around bo- body positivity and stuff and is that something you you see in your future yeah definitely it's something I'm really wo- working towards a lot more now um, especially having a baby and now my body's going to be changing. Mm. Uh, I really want to try and push more out there with my body positivity. And um, cause I know loads of people are so scared when they have children for how their bodies change. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, how old are you again? I could... I'm, I'm 24. I've been told, I think it's usually the second that's harder to recover from. Okay. But even yeah. in terms of like stretch marks, things like that, loads of people are so bothered about them and things like that just really don't bother me. Scars, stretch marks, things like that. So how do the pair of you feel about body positivity for women? Where are we at? A long way to go. Yeah, there is. There's a, there's a long way to go. I mean, there's just so much that's been put in the the media and and everything that's just it's just it's almost like everybody's being brainwashed and it's trying to just get everybody back out of that type of way of living and thinking even just about food every mm. um you can't go, you can't go on diets for the for the rest of your rest of your life you're always going to want to eat you know have that ice cream eat that pizza you know it's yeah. it's about finding that that happy comfortable place with food where you eat what you like but just in moderation and mm. and not feel feel like it's a, a guilt you know they have 
um, some of the some of the dieting places, it'll be sin. it's a sin, yeah. And it's like mm. it's made. It, it's these are all things that are made to make you feel guilty for eating what you want to eat. And you should still be able to eat these foods, just obviously just mm. more in moderation and not all the time. So it's I guess it's just trying to change people's um, views of how they think about food. Yeah, the good and mm. the bad food. There's yeah. no such thing. Yeah. Do you talk to each other about each other's bodies? Like, do you feel you're able to have those dialogues between the two of you? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's crazy how comfortable I am about things that I would be so uncomfortable about in the past. I mean, I was just talking on my story the other day about body hair because I think Mm. someone had asked me a question about it. And it was something I was so uncomfortable about as a teen because um, yeah. I'm actually from an Asian mixed background. Mm. So I have really dark, thick hair, but then I'm very light skinned. So yeah. it was very obvious. And I had years of laser hair removal. And mm. when me and Nikki met, I was still getting laser hair removal. So I was virtually hairless um, right. and loving my life. And then <laughs> I... And then we had quarantine and I had to have a brief break and Nikki was like, oh, you actually have hair on your legs. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah. And then now I'm pregnant, I can't get it. So oh. yeah, I can't have it while I'm pregnant. So everything's grown back. Not, <laughs> not to the extent it was before, obviously, because I've been getting it for years, but yeah. I would have been so embarrassed about that. Mm. And I just don't care now. And, oh, that's so great to hear. Yeah, and I'm so comfortable. And I think that there's so many things that women are so uncomfortable about that they just shouldn't be. Mm. And I think having a partner that reinforces that is yeah. really important because a lot of people are critical of things like that, um, mm. which just reinforces that insecurity. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, like someone said this thing, which was um, being pretty is not your tax for being on this planet. And I always thought that was such an amazingly lovely way to put it, you know, that for for women and obviously but versions for men and anyone who defines as neither, like you feel like you have to be hairless in order to be loved type thing. Definitely, definitely. Mm. I think women feel like they need to be, and it's not even they need to be attractive, they need to be someone else's idea of attractive, mm. which yeah. is what gets me. I have so many people messaging me things and I have to like break it down and explain that's not you not being able to do something. You don't want to do it because of how someone else sees it. Why would you mm. waste your life being like that? And yes. it's it's just, I think we just need to completely ignore other people's opinions because they don't affect us jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Nicola, do you, Ella was saying a second ago about being masculine presenting and stuff like, is that how you see yourself? Would you say you are masculine presenting or deliberately masculine presenting or? Well, for me, I just see myself as me. Um, I don't really see myself as, as anything really. I just, I mean, I get why people see me that way, but you know, for me, it doesn't feel like that. I just feel like I'm just Mm. being me and I'm being um, the person that I want to be. So. Have you ever found, I feel like I know your answer to this question, because one of the things I love about you is you see the world in the simplest terms, which is, I'm just being me, end of story. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I'm in the corner being like, but why? Um, yeah. but, <laughs> That's me. <laughs> but you need one of each in I'm a like, relationship. No, this is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> you need one of each. And, and, and it's great balance. But did you feel... Growing up, there was a lack of people who on posters who looked like you, and did that did that feel like something you wished was there? Um, yeah, there was there was a, a lack of that, mm. um, but it wasn't really something that I thought about. I guess I just thought that I'd be that person. <laughs> Nicola, I would like I to love add this. in that Nikki grew up with boys. Yeah, right. So. She felt comfortable as one of the boys. Yeah, yeah. I did, Which yeah. it would have been very different if she grew up with girls like me. Yeah, because it's like we we had a completely different, like, upbringing almost because mm. uh, there's things that Ella tells me about that she's she experienced at school that I never experienced at school because I was always with, with the boys all the time. What, like... Just, I guess, just like the the girly bitching and you know right. all all that kind of stuff. Whereas I'd be out playing football or mm-hmm. you know playing computer games or uh, mm. climbing trees, you know, doing something <laughs> completely. <laughs> and even in terms of like you know the slut shaming and things, yeah, because mm. she was one of the boys. Anything mm-hmm. she did or they did, was it was viewed. All- yeah, it was always given praise of, yeah, like, you know, it was well done, you know. Whereas <laughs> <It was> we. <laughs> did you, did you, from the boys, even though you're with the boys, were they ever like, you know, summings up there? Why is she climbing trees, kicking balls with us and all the rest of it? Well, no, actually. I was just quite, accept- I was quite accepted, I guess, because... I think because whenever we did do stuff, if we were playing football, I was just as good as one of them. So, <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> sometimes better. I was better, so. So, yeah, so it was like, <laughs> I fit in quite well. Um, to the point well, where we used to, we used to have sleepovers and everything. I, and really? I think before I, before I actually like knew, knew that I was, I was gay, I think the parents obviously must have known right. <laughs> because I was the only girl. She that can was, come round. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she'll be no trouble in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because it's um I don't know it's it's a very rare experience isn't it and I think like one of the things that I adored that I wish I had seen more of or could see more in the future is 
didn't your coach say to you when you first ever started boxing there is no difference between men and women here you're all just I'm just the boss and you all listen to me or something yeah yeah so um went the, my first first day in the gym and yeah. um he got all the boxers round the round the ring and he was stood in the middle and he said you know I've got one one rule everybody listens to me and you're all boxers here and wow you know I at, at the time so I was only 12 so I, I just thought you know it's, it's just the coach, you know, letting everybody know his boss kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until I obviously got older and I thought about it, I know exactly why he said it now. And he wanted me not to feel um, so any lovely. difference to anybody else because I was mm. the only girl in the gym. And it just really yeah. helped me fit in. Um, so whenever the the guys did 10 press-ups or, like, they went for a run, I did exactly the same and it was nothing. Mm. I didn't do anything different. So it really helped me fit in with everybody else there. What an incredible act of kindness that just changed the path of so many things, I imagine. To just yeah. to hear it from, hear that from the top. That's all you want. That's why it's so frustrating with the bills being passed in Florida about don't oh say gay and gosh. stuff. It's like, if we can't hear that from the top, then it, no one, you know, no one will follow suit. The headache that has been given me, I just don't understand at all. Mm. It's, it's so... Also Bad. puts things into a new perspective when you're bringing a child into that world doesn't it like I, f- I feel like I spent up until two years ago maybe four years ago thinking all that was behind us yeah. um it's it's so sad it's so sad it's almost like things are actually moving backwards yeah mm. like I can't mm. even imagine as either as a, a child with LGBT parents mm. or a child that is LGBT Mm. going to school and thinking that w- to talk about their life is not allowed yeah. yeah yeah whereas i don't i imagine they're not banning disney movies and yeah. you know sleeping beauty getting kissed by a weirdo while they're in mm. a sleep <laughs> yeah. um and, you know all that stuff's still okay but anything yeah. anything not straight is no Mm. it makes no sense it makes no sense and do do you feel because you're a a public couple do you feel like you owe it to the world to try and represent in that manner and say this is what we are and you know yeah definitely I mean anytime I've seen anything about about the bills being passed or about anything I share my opinion and ask other people's opinion and I just hope Mm. that people see it and think Mm. about it because when people aren't directly affected by things they tend to just ignore them and mm. that that's not going to change anything you know it, yeah. you need everyone to say hang on a minute if it was the other way around and that affected me I wouldn't like it so yes I'm gonna stand up for that too mm. so and speak and speak yeah. your mind right say it and be be that leadership that other people can't get and do you do the same Nicola do you feel like you want to do do you do the same on your Instagram I can't remember now yeah I do yeah um I I did sorry I'm sure I liked it (laughs) yeah I I do pretty much pretty much the the same as Ella um my TikTok is I'd say is more based to LGBTQ is Um, it okay yeah yeah just like I guess just different experiences of things that we experience and Mm. so I, 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 I are you two doing a OnlyFans is that true I do OnlyFans. Yeah. Nikki doesn't do, do OnlyFans. <laughs> but then Nicola, didn't you then say that you were going to or something? I was like, I was messing about on a story and I said, oh, should I do one? 
and then <laughs> and then it was it was the uh, news was like yeah oh my god <laughs> right right like, right only fans <laughs> how do you use it ella do you use it in a subversive way or how do you, i just i actually don't know how you use it yeah so well i sort of i'm in the midst of like changing how i do my only fans i sort of had a yeah. different plan and it sort of swerved off route slightly right. but it's it's basically just where i can post any because i like to take sexy content but if you post it on instagram too much they ban your account um and right. your account my account's been shadow banned a few times which is where people oh, stop okay. being able to see it and stop being able to see my content. Um, you can't search for my name, things like that. So wow. I just found that I can't have everything in one place. I have to sort of split my different personalities across different platforms. I so see. I keep my Instagram for like political topics and, you know, PG <laughs> subjects. Um, and then all the sexy stuff is on my OnlyFans, but it's also somewhere where people can subscribe to talk to me. Um, right. So I don't know if people wanted to ask me questions and it, it, it wasn't just through Q&A on my Instagram. They can subscribe mm. to my OnlyFans and they can chat to me. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of different ways it can be used. And is it like body positivity, sexy content or is it just straight up sexy content? No, it's body positive. So I don't edit any of my content. I used wow. to. Um, so all my posts on my OnlyFans are completely unedited. Uh, occasionally I edit the lighting, but that is it. And so they're all no makeup selfies on there as well as like pictures of my body that are completely unedited. So I don't know. I, I love the idea of women subscribing to just have a nosy and yeah. like make themselves feel a little bit better seeing all the imperfections that aren't mm. imperfections. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely trying to push it a bit more towards the body positivity and get a bigger female audience on there as well. When did you start that? Um, Had you been doing it for a while? Yeah, I'd been doing OnlyFans for... I think it's 2020. Yeah, I think right. I started a few a few years back. Mm. Um, I've had a couple of different accounts. Um, and yeah, I've just sort of... It was pretty new. So, yeah. yeah. And would you do, are you going to do stuff with your pregnant body on there? Is that, I mean, imagine that's quite an interesting frontier, right? For yeah, I've definitely got some comments about really? whether or not I'm going to continue taking content while I'm pregnant. Um, the way I see it is if I suddenly am not allowed to show my body and I become not sexy when I'm pregnant, that is suggesting the only reason I'm sexy is because I'm impregnatable. Um, <laughs> and that does not sit well with me at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I've sort of come to the conclusion that there is this thing in the world where, you know, as soon as you hit puberty, you sort of become sexualized. As soon mm -hmm. as you're pregnant, they're like, nope, <laughs> cover up. And then as soon mm -hmm. as you get old, they're like, nope, cover up. So that seems to align <laughs> with, <laughs> with whether or not you can get pregnant. So I'm definitely still posting while I'm pregnant. I have some posts on there. Yeah, because it's just to post my body and... Mm. 
I'm not posting a picture of my child with my body. It's inside. It's still me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I am still posting as much mm. as it disgusts some people. <laughs> do, what do people say mean things? Yeah, I've definitely got messages about um, how it's, you know, it's inappropriate and... Um, I'm going to be a mum soon and all these kind of things. And it's just... They know you're going out with Nicola Adams. You'll go down there and sort them out. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Nicola, head out. Go sort this one. (laughs) Um, Well, they shouldn't be saying that, as you know, and I think it's great that you're doing it. And so the pair of yous, what's next? Nicola, what's next? Are you... Because I know there's been talk of acting and things and... Tell yeah. me more about what's next for you. Yeah, I'm um, working on my acting career. I'm also um, launching fitness app. Um, where I'll be doing workouts and everything soon on the Amplify. So there's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot going oh, on. Will it be like Chris Hemsworth? Is it which Hemsworth? I think it's Chris Hemsworth's app. Have you seen that? Oh no, I haven't seen that. He's got an app. I, you just look at it, going, I cannot believe this man is a real human. He's so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> And is it your workouts, that kind of thing? Yeah, it'll what... be my workouts. Um, I'll be doing the workouts as well. Great. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Um, I've also got a um, fashion line coming out soon as well. So That's there's a lot exciting. going on. There's a lot going on. Busy what's, yeah. what's the vibe for the fashion line? Um, definitely yes, like athleisure. Lululemon, watch out. <laughs> um, and Ella, what about you? What's next aside from the obvious? Yeah. <laughs> Um, definitely pushing more the body positivity. I've got quite a few things that are going to be changing coming up with that. Um, and then sort of trying to push into the mum's world as well. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, Queer mums, please. Yeah. I'm wanting to start YouTube. Um, so we're currently having the house renovated, so it's a no go at the moment, but Mm. once, (laughs) once that's Stick that on YouTube. People love it. Yeah. People love that. They'd just be watching my builders all day because it's not me <laughs> doing it. Um, so, yeah, definitely a lot of stuff that I'm working on um, after my long break of sleeping mm. and being sick. <laughs> oh. Well, best of luck with all of it, the pair of you. And thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a delight. And I'm so excited for summer and for you to have your baby. So all the best of luck with it. Thank Thank you. you. I just adore those two. I had so much fun chatting to them. So let us know what you thought of that. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens on Instagram. I always sing it, don't I, by the end. Next week, we've got none other than a Booker-winning novelist on this show because we are highbrow. We are very classy. So Shuggy Bane writer Douglas Stewart is coming on. He has written a new book. It's called Young Mungo. Shuggy Bane is one of the best books I've ever read. It absolutely beat me around the head with its beautifulness. Young Mungo, his new book, is just as brilliant, if not better. I don't think you have to compare them. They're different. They're both wonderful. He's coming on to chat to us. So make sure you listen to that episode because you're going to love it. I loved chatting to Douglas. He's a wonderful human. So yeah, get in touch. Send us your agony uncles, by the way. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com. They're always anonymous. Uh, I think that's my wanton super arriving, everybody. So lots of love and chat to you soon. Bye. 
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.